0: everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony and welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good? Quarantine day, I don't know, 43?
1: Yeah, you know, I feel bad for a lot of people. There's a lot of people in that this, is, this whole quarantine thing is really awful for. But, you know, I don't think we're one of them. No? Maybe it's just me, maybe I'm just sort of a homebody anyway, but I'm kind of liking it.
0: It's really allowed us a lot of time to put together content for the show.
1: It has.
0: <laughs> so you'd think the shows would be much better than they are.
1: Well, I'm still working. I'm actually, I don't have that much free time.
0: No. Um, We're both working. The girls are working on their on school school work.
1: stuff, yeah. It's just nice to not have to drive places and have a little, you know, have a lot of the extracurricular stuff is canceled, although my girls did just have a dance class tonight in the living room. They uh, logged on via, I don't know, Skype or something like that. Right. Um, so, yeah. Life is still moving along. Excellent. Yeah.
0: You know who else life is moving along for? Who? The Dapper Dans.
1: Oh, I saw this.
0: You may know the Dapper Dans as Disney's barbershop quartet that uh, wanders around Main Street. And they actually just posted on the Disney Parks blog.
1: Yeah, it looks like um, you can listen to them uh, sing. And the cool thing is they're not together. No. They're doing it over, I don't think they're using Skype. They're probably using like Zoom much better. Right. Uh, but it's it sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, there's a total of 16 of them. I will post the video to our group. Um, they sing When You Wish Upon a Star, and they've actually put up on the Disney Parks blog a request, uh, an option for requests. So it looks like their next song could be Grim Grinning Ghosts, When I See an Elephant Fly, or a Disney medley. Um, right now, as of uh, Wednesday night, uh, Grim Grinning Ghosts has 46%. Disney Medley has forty three, and when I see an elephant fly, is in last place with eleven percent. All right, I'm a big fan of Grim Grinning Ghosts.
1: I just liked hearing them sing; I thought it was great. Okay, I don't care what they sing. All right. So, moving the life is moving along, um, even if it's not so much for us. It's moving along for the animals at Animal Kingdom.
0: That's right. Uh, Animal Kingdom just experienced the birth of a new. Hartsman Zebra Foal. Aww.
1: Um,
0: It's a little black and white zebra. It is a uh, young girl. Uh, She was born on Saturday to the first-time mom, Heidi, which is, you know, that's uh, such a typical name for giraffes.
1: Why are you trying to drink soda in the middle of of talking?
0: I'm always drinking soda in the middle of talking. (sighs) So uh, the foal, uh, who has not yet been named, weighed in at about 65 pounds and was standing within about 30 minutes of birth. Um, very long-legged, just like her mother. <laughs> and, uh, there's some, uh, there's some video of it, which, uh, once again, I will post out to our Facebook group.
1: Well, there's a group of people that are not out of work, despite the fact that, um, Disney is closed.
0: That's right, the animal care specialists. Yeah, I
1: mean, they have to be there anyway. You can't. These animals still have to get taken care of, so they're going to work every day.
0: Yeah, there, there is also an, another clip on the Disney Parks uh, Disney Parks blog about Dr. Mark Penning. He is the head of veterinary services at the Animal Kingdom, and uh, he talks a lot about what his team does. Uh, so between that and uh, there's another birth.
1: Oh, well, let me see this oh, picture. Oh, well, hold on. Uh,
0: hold on. So uh, the unnamed zebra foal, uh, who is right now bonding with her mother to learn her scent, uh... And, and very interesting, I did not know that it uh, imprints her mother's scent and memorizes the unique markings on the mother's hind legs to tell her apart from the rest of the herd.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, but eventually the pair will be introduced to the Kilimanjaro Safari Savannah.
1: Very nice. Yes. Okay, so what else was born?
0: A baby porcupine. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not actually very cute. <laughs>
0: no, uh, baby porcupines, which which I which I did not know, are called porcupets. Uh, was born recently. Um, Perry was the porcupine's mother, and if you watch One Day at Disney, you saw Perry get an exam uh, with one of the veterinarians. Uh, porcupets are covered in a fine red fur uh, at birth, and then they have their quills underneath that will harden uh, as they get a little older. And once again, it's a girl.
1: Yay. Uh, girls taking over the world.
0: Right. Uh, this porcupine has a prehensile tail. And uh, unknown to me, prehensile-tailed porcupines have internal sex organs.
1: So we don't know what it is.
0: Well, they you know how they figured that out? No. They had to send some of the quills off to the lab for DNA testing.
1: Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's funny. Uh,
0: so this uh, – It's big. It is. It's, like, it's, it's not – like, like you, I
1: would think a baby porcupine would, like, fit in, like, the, you know, the palm of your hand. No,
0: that's like a baby panda or kangaroo you're thinking of. Well, I'm not um,
1: thinking. I'm thinking – actually, I'm thinking of, like, a baby hedgehog. They're okay. really tiny.
0: Okay. But this uh, this uh baby, who I believe is also not yet named, uh, is part of the Species Survival Plan project where they, um you know, are trying to breed animals that either are endangered or – I guess not extinct, so I guess endangered is the right term. And uh, that's uh, that's it. No word on where this mother and daughter will be headed uh, afterwards.
1: All right. Well, uh, that's some uplifting news. Congratulations. Um, in China, they have re-released the Avatar movie and the four Avengers movies. That's right. Why have they done this?
0: So China recently lifted travel restrictions for 60 million residents in the province of Hubei. Um, and 600 to 700 cinemas have reopened across the country. Now they are not the major chains. Uh, and so these are some of the smaller regional, uh, theaters. Um, and of course with six, uh, 600 million, sorry, 60 million residents, you know, going back out in the streets, uh, they need some entertainment and new movies are pretty much at a standstill right now. So Disney has opted to release Avatar and the first four Avengers movies. Uh, they will be in select theaters beginning today, Thursday, and um, the Avengers movies. Well, Avatar is on its way. Okay. Uh, so there are some other movies from the United States. It's not just Disney that's re-releasing movies. Uh, but Inception, Interstellar, Green Book, A Dog's Purpose, and A Dog's Journeys. A uh, Dog's Journey are some of the other movies that will be released uh, this week. So uh, the good thing is that will just increase the box office numbers for Endgame, which will just make it that much more (laughs) of a popular movie. Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know how wise that is for China to be reopening and letting people out and about. But I guess the upside to that is we'll see how that works out for them. uh, Being not the first country to to be going through this, we get to sort of watch and see how everybody else's
0: experiments work out. Right. Um, In France, where things are not going well, uh, they have canceled the Disneyland Paris princess run 2020, which was scheduled to take place from May 8th through May 10th. Now that's not a two day long race. That is a series of races. Uh, so if you booked, uh, a bib, you can, uh, if you're scheduled to run in it, you can, uh, get your bib canceled and be refunded for your participation charge. Uh, they're still planning on their Paris, Disneyland Paris-run weekend for September 24th and 27th. And uh, that's that's the sad deal there in Gay Paris.
1: All right. Um, at Disney's California Adventure, the Food and Wine Festival is supposed to be going on right now. Um, and obviously it's not. So there's talk that they might be extending that after the reopening?
0: Yeah, the, the, the festival was supposed to run through April 21st. However, a new permit was filed um, with dates from February 24th through September 7th. Okay. So that would extend the Food and Wine Festival for a much longer time frame and throughout the summer.
1: I hope they do the same thing at Epcot. I hope they extend the Flower and Garden Festival out basically to meet food and wine. Right. Although I don't know what's going to happen to Festival of the Arts then in between there. Isn't that like isn't that the one that's in between? I think so. Yeah.
0: No, isn't Fest- Festival of the Arts is at the holiday season? Is it? Yeah, it's after Food and Wine. Oh, okay. And then it's the holidays. Yeah,
1: so maybe they will just sort of extend uh, extend them out.
0: Yeah, so this has not been confirmed by Disney, but you know, people are always lurking around the filing offices <laughs> at City Hall. <laughs> so whenever Disney does anything, uh, it, it's automatically known. And that is also the case in Florida where paperwork has been filed, uh, to commence destruction or, or or demolition of what used to be the Stitch's Great Escape Ride in Tomorrowland. So they're worst gonna...
1: ride ever. Wow, it was so bad.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's big words. <laughs> was it? Was it? Did you, did you like it when it was the Alien Extraterrestrial ride?
1: I didn't love it then, but at least it was what it was intended to be, mm-hmm. and there was a place for it. it it was decent in the time that it was created and, right. and you know, it made sense when they tried to turn it into the stitches. Mm-hmm. Great escape. It was just bad.
0: I think one of the pro- problems is always when Disney gets a big popular movie and then they try to make a ride. By the time the ride comes out, the movie's already tailed off. Now we right. saw that with frozen, which is a rare exception and frozen did well. And then it took a year for the ride for them to redo Maelstrom. And We have Frozen Ever After, which is a decent ride. It's nothing groundbreaking.
1: Well, and I think, too, when you're talking about something like Frozen, when you're talking about an animated – if you talk about an animated movie that does well, those just never go away. Right. Because every generation of kids comes through and watches it and falls in love with those characters all over again. But something like, you know, some alien movies, they're they're not – people aren't watching them over again. It's the same – the people who liked them in the beginning still continue to like them, but there's not really another generation that then begins to watch them.
0: All right, well, speaking of rides coming out way after movies, the rumor is uh, that the Stitches uh, attraction will be replaced by a Wreck-It Ralph attraction.
1: Yeah, which is a little weird, although they did come out with the second one. But again, I mean, we're talking about an animated film. Um, I think it has more of a following, although I'm not a huge Wreck-It Ralph fan. But I don't know, maybe kids are, maybe all the kids that come, come down the pike just... They all right, watch all, it. They're and all video game uh, fans know, these days. I guess. Um, so Universal just announced that they are going to extend their closure a little longer than um, some of the other parks had announced.
0: Yeah, which is totally weird because usually Universal follows suit with Disney. Right. Disney raises prices. Universal raises prices. Disney announces that they're closed. Universal announces that they're closed. Disney announces their resorts are going to close. Universal announces their resorts are going to close. And they're always kind of the little brother doing uh, what Disney does. However, uh, Universal has jumped ahead of Disney at this point and decided that they're going to keep their theme parks closed through uh, through April 19th. Uh, originally, they said end of March, which is also what Disney said. Um, but uh, this will give them a shutdown from March 16th through April 19th. So a little over a month. And of course, uh, that is subject to change depending upon what happens uh, with the pandemic.
1: Yeah, so Universal might be first on this, but that's only because Disney is dragging their feet.
0: Yes, they are very much dragging. This their is feet.
1: ridiculous how close we are to the date that they said they were going to open and they still haven't canceled. and they're doing it because in with the last round, they ended up paying out commissions to their um, to their travel agents. And, you know, very – they were completely forgiving of any, you know, reservations that were made. Everything goes back. And I think they probably don't want to have to do that again. Right. And they're just holding out until the very end. They're hoping that more people will cancel on their own. Yep. um, Before they have to say, okay, we're closing and then possibly have to do the same thing for travel agents.
0: Well, yesterday – Adventures by Disney has canceled all departures through May and this latest round of departures does not have their commissions protected. Ah. Uh. However, they are allowing guests to rebook at a future date at their current pricing. Mhm, okay. Which is for the guest it's a it's a good thing.
1: I guess, I mean, stinks you,
0: a little more for the agent.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the reasoning. I think that if there if money wasn't involved, Disney would have made this announcement a long time ago. And I think Universal just has a little, you know, they have less resorts. They have less people who are booking a full vacation with Universal. So a lot of it's, you know, it's just really ticket sales is, is their big driver there. Not right. so much their hotels, I don't think. So. Well,
0: uh, the the downside of this is, is that Universal was supposed to open their new Dockside Inn and Suites, which is the latest phase of the endless summer resort. Uh, and now they've had to postpone that. So uh, it will also end their Mardi Gras celebration uh, and their concert series, which, uh, you know, was going to run for a little bit longer. But now that they are closed through April 19th, that is not the case. Uh, how And on the plus side, Universal has stated that they will continue to pay their hourly employees uh, from April 1st through April 19th based on their average weekly hours from the four weeks prior to the parks closed. If they're salaried employees, the, the, uh, they will be paid their uh Normal rates. Yeah. And Universal Orlando employs about 25,000 people.
1: Good for Universal. I mean, you know, kudos to them. I don't know how they're doing it, but that's great. Um, And then ride openings Um, probably not going to open on time. And that's not just a Disney thing, but that's just sort of across the board at all the parks. Um, Any dates that were scheduled for um, rides to open, we can just assume are going to be pushed back, uh, at least by the amount of time that the parks were closed.
0: Yeah, there was an article in the Orlando Sentinel. uh, SeaWorld's icebreaker roller coaster has the trains on the track, but there's no employees to test it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was scheduled to open in the spring, but that is being pushed back. Um, at Busch Gardens, the Iron Gwazi, a 206 foot tall coaster that goes upside down three times and with speeds up to 76 miles an hour, Ooh. is, uh, excuse me, is, uh, you know, ha- has stopped testing and and uh, construction. Um, and Disney, of course, has, uh, you know, stuff that they're working on, including the Tron coaster and the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, ride in Epcot, um, as well, you know, uh we we saw that universal had their hotel opening delayed at disney they're building um not only the star cruiser hotel but reflections a disney lakeside lodge <laughs> uh and you know that that work has been uh you know put onto uh on hold um so it it's going to be rough uh but when it does open uh it should be uh it, it should be an amazing you know, a month or two with all the new rides that were being, uh, delayed and hotel openings and should be a big celebration. All right. All right.
1: Um, so also I, um, we didn't mention this, it's sort of related. Um, but there was, there's some flight restrictions now as far as, even if the parks were to open, there's some flight restrictions from, at least from our area, um, from the New York uh, metropolitan area, I don't. I don't have the thing in front of me, so I'm not sure. Uh, here it is. Um, from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, passengers, airline passengers, um, Florida is requiring a 14-day quarantine if you fly in from one of those. Um,
0: from the tri-state area of New York, Connecticut, or New Jersey,
1: right into I think there's certain areas of Florida, but Orlando is included in that. Um, you have to have a 14-day quarantine. So even if the parks uh, reopen, like they say they're going to, or even if they reopen when um, you know in another two weeks, people around us who were planning on going um, for spring break and flying won't won't be able to go, even if the parks are open.
0: Yeah, that would stink.
1: Yeah. That's just sort of the situation around here. But anyway, so there's more restrictions just, you know, more than just the parks being
0: closed. All right. All right. All right. That's pretty much it for news. And before our next segment of the show, a big shout out to Kaylee, who we just recently found out is going to be in the new edition of the Burn Bombs Kids Guide to Walt Disney World. So congratulations there. And also a shout out to Grammy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> who uh,
0: suggested the topic for this next edition of Isabel's Disney Trivia. Hey. Okay. All right.
1: What's Get your
0: pens and paper ready, everybody. What's
2: today's topic? Um, today's topic is years and dates. Oh, oh boy! No.
0: Thanks, Grammy.
2: <laughs> Would you like to do um, closest without going over? If nobody gets it yes. exactly? If nobody gets, what, uh, no. Just, you have to. Yeah, whoever's the closest. was the closest. Question one. What year did the Magic Kingdom
1: open? Oh, Daddy's gonna know this
2: one. We will start with Lily. 1968. Okay, Mom.
1: 1972. Okay, Dad.
0: Well, since this is 2020, and next year is the 50th anniversary, (laughs) I'm going to go with 1971.
2: It is 1971. I was, yes. I was so close. I was going to say you were close. as well. But I did not do that. Okay. Question two. What year was Steamboat Willie released? Uh, 1936. Okay. Lily, is this before the... She's like closest. Okay. <laughs> what'd
0: you say? Steamboat Willie. Lily. No, what was with,
2: was your works. answer? I, what did I say? She said
0: 1936.
2: <laughs> 19- 19- what? How do you know I'm going to be closest? <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. 1938. I'm going to go with
0: 1928.
2: It was 1928. Yeah. All right. I know. He's too good. Okay. Which Disney park worldwide? opened most recently and you'll get another point if you say when it was so this is not an expansion this is the opening of a new park
1: okay
2: okay lily we'll do the first part of the question first and then you can tell me the the year after okay okay which world which park worldwide opened most recently um tokyo something in tokyo okay Okay. mom i'm going
1: tokyo disney sea
2: I said okay.
0: I'm going with Shanghai Disney.
2: It is Shanghai Disney whole oh, thing. So like Tokyo Disney Sea, Tokyo Disney was already open.
0: Yeah, but Tokyo it's Disney Sea is another a park. park.
2: No, but I'm okay. But even so, Shanghai is Shanghai is still the most recent. Okay, what year did Shanghai Disney open? Lily, okay, um, two thousand and six.
1: Mom, two thousand three.
0: Well, I know it was either 2005. Uh, I want to say 2016. That's going to leave me closest, but I'm not sure on the year. So I'm actually going to, yes, I'm going to stick with 2016.
2: It is 2016. What? Yes. I know. I know and I have
0: no advanced knowledge of these questions.
2: No, he doesn't. Okay. This one isn't a year. This one is just a, it's. okay. In the Casey Jr. Splash Pad in the Magic Kingdom, there are four boxcars with the numbers 82, 98, 71, and 89. What do these numbers represent? Lily, will go to you first. How many numbers are there? Four. The years that each of the parks in um, Walt Disney World opened. Okay. Mom. What were the years? 82, 98, 71,
1: 89. Yeah, I'm going with Lily's answer.
0: Uh, Lily is correct.
1: Lily is correct. <laughs> wow, Lily. We are all very
2: impressed by that. I feel really cool. This last one's a two-parter. What year was the renovation of Downtown Disney into Disney Springs in Walt Disney World announced?
1: Announced.
2: Lily? 2015. Okay. Mom.
1: Oh. You're going to have to take out some time here while I'm thinking. (laughs) What she thinks. Uh... Two years, between 2018, took them two years to do it, 16, 2014.
0: Okay, Dad? I will go uh, also with 2014.
2: The correct answer is 2013. <sighs> Point,
1: did, points for no one. Uh, okay, second. What do you mean points for no one? Because it was to we
2: without over. going
1: over. No, it wasn't. I said not going over.
0: That's let's not, okay. let's okay. not argue. Our okay. listeners don't like well, that. Well, You can take way. that out. No, it's not coming out. Okay. <laughs>
2: And second part of the question, what year was the name officially changed from Downtown Disney to Disney Springs? 2000, that was fast. Yeah. 2017. Wait. Yeah. I'll go with that, I guess. No. Can I change my answer? The announcement was made that they were changing it in 2013. 2000, yeah. Okay. Okay. 2017? Wait. But they, was it after they changed it? Yes. 2016. Okay. I'm going 2015.
0: I will go 2014.
2: The correct answer is 2015. Woo! I got one. Okay, so after that exhilarating round, <laughs> third place was Lily with <laughs> one point. However, she got that one point all, all on her, her own, she, and it was yeah, very impressive. She should have
1: gotten extra um, points for
2: that. Mom ended with uh, either two or three points. Three. Three points. And um, Dad was once again the big winner with six points.
0: Excellent. Nice job. So uh, that's all for today. Tomorrow we'll have a special edition on the value resorts at Disney, um, a highlight of each one of the value properties. Until then, I'm Tony.
2: I'm Cheryl. I'm Isabel. And I'm Lily.
0: And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.